thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 8th of June, 2022. But first, today's moment is brought to you by our friends at FB Contractors in Osceola. If you're looking for a quality and affordable constructor for your next project, garages, pole barns, pouring concrete, choose FB Contractors for professional results and relationships that last. Don't wait, get moving on a quote today at fbcontractorsinc.com or 715-755-3533. I hope the first half of your week has been awe-inspiring so far. I'm really glad it's Wednesday. I don't know about you, but this has traditionally been probably my favorite day of the week, other than Friday, of course. Something about Tuesdays, though, that have really been my least favorite for most of my life. Anyway, let's jump into some news together. Well, the breaking news out of the Capitol just moments ago, Governor Evers has called a special session of the state legislature to, quote, defend reproductive health care access in Wisconsin as U.S. Supreme Court eyes overturning Roe v. Wade, end quote. In an executive order signed this morning, Governor Evers is calling on the state legislature to take up bills that would repeal Wisconsin's current abortion ban in the event that Roe v. Wade is overturned. The governor said, there are so many people in each of our lives, our family members, our our friends and our neighbors, people each of us love and care so much about, who could see their ability to make their own reproductive health care decisions taken from them. He went on, the conversation about protecting access to reproductive health care begins where I think most of us can agree, which is wanting the people we care about to get the health care they need when they need it, period. Lots of euphemisms in that statement for sure. Evers' press release said Wisconsin remains one of several states with existing criminal statutes enacted before Roe became the law of the land, which prohibits nearly all abortions. In the event of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, Wisconsin's abortion ban would then take effect again. Every single Wisconsinite should have the right to consult their family, their faith, and their doctor to make their own health care decisions, Evers also said, and every single Wisconsinite should be able to make that deeply personal decision without interference from politicians who don't know anything about their life circumstances, values, or responsibilities, the governor said. So the exact opposite of his stance on healthcare decisions about taking mRNA COVID shots over and over and over and over again. Wisconsin's Right to Life Legislative Director Gracie Skogman said, We are disappointed but not surprised by Governor Evers' disregard for the lives of pre-born children in Wisconsin. We urge our state legislators to protect Statute 940-04. Wisconsin Right to Life will continue to peacefully advocate for the right to life for all to ensure that our children and grandchildren have the opportunity to be born and live in a state that defends life. And our state treasurer, Sarah, never let a tragedy go to waste, Godlewski, put out a statement calling on the state of Wisconsin Investment Board to disclose and divest any holdings in gun manufacturers and to ban future gun investments. So here's how you know it's all a political stunt for her paltry and sinking candidacy for the U.S. Senate. In her statement, instead of talking about the state's investments as a treasurer might do, which we don't even know if these investments actually exist, Godlewski said, quote, It's long past time to enact common-sense gun legislation like background checks, red flag laws, and a ban on high-capacity magazines. Does that sound like a state treasurer or a campaign call? It's harder to hear somebody throwing a political tantrum all the way down in the state capitol basement where her office is located, so when you do send something out to the press, it's going to be a desperate cry for attention. 
I think the Wisconsin Ethics Commission should take a look or investigate her for clearly campaigning using state resources. That is a felony in this state. State Representative Samantha Kirkman, who's now the Kenosha County Executive, has officially resigned from her seat per state law. It was effective yesterday at the close of business. Kirkman was elected in the spring to serve as that county's chief executive and has been serving in the state legislature for 20 plus years. During my terms in office, she said, I've been blessed with the opportunity to give full thought and consideration to proposals big and small, changing our laws for the betterment of Wisconsin, targeting waste, fraud, and mismanagement in government, and fulfilling the legislative responsibility to be a check on other branches of government. We're sure the property taxpayers of Kenosha County will be well served by Ms. Kirkman, and we wish her all the best. Constituents of the 61st Assembly District should know that the Capitol Office remains staffed, and any constituents in that district with concerns can still receive assistance from that office as usual. And Governor Tony Evers yesterday announced $1 million for summer youth programming and job training in Milwaukee. The money will fund opportunities in collaboration with Employ Milwaukee, the City of Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Public Library, and Milwaukee Public Schools. Evers' office said the funds are another piece of the effort to enhance community safety in Milwaukee by ensuring youth are meaning meaningfully engaged, making connections with mentors, and positively contributing to those communities. Those are all good things. The money for this was furnished by furnished by the federal government, furnished, I should say, by the federal government through more debt. If you want to keep track of Evers ARPA spending, visit badgerbounceback.wi.gov. And a huge group of Republican lawmakers led by Speaker Robin Voss and Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue have written to the EPA formally imploring them to lift biofuel blending requirements impacting portions of Wisconsin. In their letter, the lawmakers said with the pandemic, the swelling of prices due to inflation, the war in Ukraine and President Biden's executive orders impacting oil and gas industries, they felt exceptions have been met to waive the reformulated gasoline requirements, also known as RFG. In Wisconsin, areas with RFG, uh, prices are on average 40% higher in those areas than in other parts of the state. The lawmakers said lifting the requirements will give residents a significant savings over time. Fingers crossed, big government run amok. Not sure if you saw the J.P. Morgan Chase uh, I believe it was J.P. Morgan Chase, a study yesterday. They're predicting $6 a gallon fuel by August. So it's important to remind you that what Thomas Jefferson once said, most bad government has grown out of too much government. And with that, have a great rest of your week. Don't forget to swing on by fbcontractorsinc.com if you're in the market for a quality constructor. You won't regret it. As always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org. join.